Ah, another week in the cabin of Crapper Creek. The days are getting longer and we can see each other out here, which isn't necessarily a good thing. This week on the podcast, lovely Maria talks about crazy exes. Dr. D talks dental health for your dog. Rules we had as kids. Yes or BS with my radio cohort, Amy Chazé. A husband calling contest. Wearable beanbag chairs. And the analyte. And the analyzer. That one could be painful this week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. So this happened. There's a contest. And now it was from a few years ago at the Iowa State Fair. But the video is just making the rounds. Obviously, it's all in good fun, especially because the grand prize is $5. Um... It's the husband calling contest. You've seen pig calling, right? Sui, sui, or calling for birds or whatever, right? This is the husband calling contest. <laughs> uh, of course, everybody receives a ribbon. Uh, the winning, the winning caller looks the part as well. She's got a pioneer dress on, like Sunday going to church hat. Oh, but man, uh, these are so cringeworthy, especially if you're married to these women. Because, you know, they all. Honey, that's my that's Maria's from the back room. Honey, that's, that's how she calls for me. Luckily, she's not nearly as obnoxious as these ladies. Here was um, some of the finalists from the 2017 husband calling contest at the Iowa State Fair. Hold on. I don't want to be late. Oh. Bob, hurry, hurry. Daryl! <laughs> Roy? Oh! Can you hear me? You get yourself in here right now. Oh, Lord. You know you're going to be late again. Run, you Roy! Know that I want to get there on time. Run, Roy! Roy, 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 Roy! Oh, my God. Roy, run fast. Go. The opposite direction of that shrieking cow. <laughs> Do you remember when we were kids? What was the number one rule your parents had for you as a kid? And did they actually enforce it? It's funny. Now, I think uh, for many of you that maybe have been like me, where I had older siblings. If you have an older sibling that kind of paves the way for you, my sister did in a big way. She was a few years older than me. It's just the two of us. But man, she, she was like in the middle of the hippie era of the 70s. She just paved the way. It was easy skating for me after she broke trail. So a lot of the rules were, eh, they weren't as strict, right? My parents let me get away with hell. I'll, I'll say it right now. Some to, an, to the extent I wish they would have been a little more strict. Two in five Americans think their parents were stricter than most when they were kids. <clears throat> less than one in five said less strict. I would be one of the less than one in five. And most people think parents today are less strict, though. 75% agree. I don't know. You got the helicopter parents that are really strict. You know, they don't let you do anything without a helmet now. How many of you Razor Vans had a helmet as a kid? None of you? No, of course we didn't. According to a poll, the top rules we had that we followed as a kid. Uh, chores. 75% of us said, all right, I had chores. I did those. You had a curfew. When I was young, I did. By, I think, uh, 17, I didn't have a curfew anymore. 
they just let me do what I did. Let me kind of, you know, dig my own grave, as it were. Had to go to bed at a certain time. When I was little, I guess. Had to study and get good grades. And my parents, they... <laughs> no. No. They would get on my case for bad grades. And they would praise me for good ones. But again, they let me kind of do it myself. Uh, no alcohol. 69% say their parents set rules or talk to them about it. My parents didn't talk to me about sex, drugs, alcohol, any of that. Again, they let me... I remember in high school, my dad would buy us beer when we'd all go on a fishing trip. Me and my buddies went with him, and he bought us our own beer. So that was all right. No smoking. No, they didn't ever say anything about that. They let me make up my own mind. I never smoked. So I think if they would have said no smoking and being a rebellious kid, I think that it'd be interesting to see how many kids with, with parents that did that. If their parents said don't drink alcohol, don't smoke, I wonder how many did because of that. They didn't say anything about weed, I'll tell you that. Uh, you had to eat everything on your plate. No, my parents didn't. I ne- they never held that rule to me. I was a picky eater. They didn't fight that battle. Rules about driving, like you weren't allowed to drive at night. No, I, no, we were. I had no driving rules. Rules about going to parties. No, I didn't have that. Rules about the clothes I wore. Nope. Yeah, no, I did. God, I'm looking back. My parents were crappy parents. They didn't do any of this. Now we did some of them for our kids, and our kids both turned out better than us. So maybe my parents were onto something. But then again, of course, there's those things our parents told us when we were kids that I think we'd never say to our own children. Sure, you can play in the woods. Just be back by dark. That was mine. That's all I did was play in the woods as a kid. Time for a spanking. We don't say that. Hey, why don't you listen to clean comedians like Bill Cosby? See, we'd never say that to our kids now. When I was a kid, I had Bill Cosby albums. My kid, my parents wouldn't let me to listen to George Carlin, but they let me listen to George, to Bill Cosby. Boy, how that tide has turned. Suck it up, it's just a flesh wound. Fetch mama her smokes. These are, these are things our parents told us that we could never get away with now, right? You smoked marijuana? Oh, great. Now you're going to worship the devil. Oh, you're in the back row. You don't need a seatbelt. Hey, I got it. You should dress like Robert E. Lee for your book report. He was a famous general. (laughs) See, these are things our our parents told us, but we would never say to our kid, a participation trophy? Throw this crap in the trash can. No, I still tell that to my kids. Ooh, a participation trophy. Loser! (laughs) <laughs> now go fetch mama her smokes but after I get off the air X-Rock is in good hands because the ever capable the effervescent the lovely and talented Amy Chazé takes over at that time uh, also of course you can see her on the evening news and the whole work and uh, she's with us now on the line hi Ames hi no I'm off news now oh you are I'm off yeah now it's Miojos. I had to protect my eyes. Yeah, yeah, the, I know the eyes, but you know, you don't have to worry about that uh, in radio. No. You can have them as uh, light or as dark as that. 
Well, I, I'm bummed because I really liked you doing TV and news. I enjoyed being back. It was fun. It was fun. It was very news short, anchor but, galore, uh, yeah. and, and you were so good at it. It was. It, it was coming back. It was fun. Yeah, it was good stuff. Darn it. Anywho, uh, neither here nor there. Right now, I thought. Do you want to? Do you want to? Usually, we have you in here and you tell us what we miss and you do a wrap up of yeah, the show for yeah. us every morning. But today, I thought let's make a game. How oh, about, I love games. You want to play yes or BS? Yes. Oh, excellent. I meant BS. And now it's time for <laughs> yes. 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 Oh, yes. BS. It's just an endless cycle of bullshit. Okay. So. Here we go. Uh, it's a very easy game. It's yes or BS. You got a 50-50 shot at these. And I thought the topic would be perfect. It's like mid. Mm. It, the topic is snow, winter, December, cold, that kind of thing. So it's a right okay, up. Okay, good, good. We should be pretty good at this yeah, being a last. I'm an expert. Uh, yeah, hold, oh. hold on. Okay. It's been <laughs> proven that no two snowflakes are exactly alike. I, I believe that's true. Nope. Uh, no. No. Uh, uh, now, here's the thing. There's pretty much no way to prove it. We've seen snowflakes that were almost identical, but not on an, uh, like an atomic level. One snowflake has about 10 quintillion water molecules, so the odds of every single one forming in the exact same way are basically zero. Okay. But it still hasn't been proven. So the question was, uh, it's been proven that they're not like... <laughs> And it's not proven because they say the chances are, yeah, a couple could be, but. Whatever. So, I right. still think that's a win for me. Okay. <clears throat> All right. It's my perspective. Snowflakes can be 50 times wider than they are thick. Uh, can be? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're created. Uh, they've created snowflakes in labs that were two <gasps> inches across, but thinner than a sheet of paper. Oh, that's uh, cool. And snowflakes can be even uh, bigger than that. Six-inch snowflakes aren't unheard of. What? There was supposedly one in 1887 that was 15 inches across. Oh, that is so cool. Eight, uh, 1887. They were drinking some hooch. <laughs> they had some kind of weird hooch. How, there's no proof of that. No one had a real ruler. Who's going to buy? Who's going to believe it? I swear to God, we were out there. We were at the prairie farm. and uh, Anyway, uh... It can snow if it's above 32 degrees outside. Um, it, or, excuse me, it can't snow if it's above 32 degrees outside. It can't snow. Because it's got to be freezing. It can't snow if it's, if it's above 32 degrees outside. Yes or BS? Okay, I'm going to say BS because it could be colder up top and then snow. I'm a winner. Uh, it can snow when it's well above freezing. Theoretically, the limit is 46 degrees, but oh. the humidity would have to be really low for that to happen. Okay, that so there you go. Right. Finally, one more for you. There's an official world record for riding a bike the fastest on snow. Oh. And it's over 135 miles an hour. Okay. Oh, that's, yeah. Obviously, they had those fat tires. Um, 135 miles per hour on snow? Sure. sure. Uh, wow, that's that's pretty fast. Sure, yes. You win! Oh my god! Yeah, I won. That's a real record. Guy from France who's now in his mid fifties hit 138 miles an hour back in two thousand. Still a record. Uh, but the same guy just broke that record in March when he hit 141 miles an hour. Now it says riding a bike fastest on snow. So I'm uh, looking at I, it was down a hill. 
Yeah, bombing. definitely. It was bombing. So he also had ice. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, nice job. I think <laughs> you were you. what uh, three, four out four, of. Uh, I, think, I, I think you did pretty I good. I feel first. like a winner. Let's see, and, and and you have a an asterisk next to the first one, didn't you? Yes, I did. Uh, I gave that to me. <laughs> all right, there you go. Everybody gets a ribbon. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. If you're stuck in traffic listening to us right now, did you know it might be making you dumber? No, not because you're listening to us, which is theoretically may be the case. Researchers found, like, sitting there in traffic, uh, it dulls your mind. It's bad. Plus, they're saying... Um, Adults breathing fumes, like diesel fumes and everything, is bad. MRI results showed lower functional connectivity in their brains. Meaning they couldn't think as clearly because different parts of the brain weren't communicating well. So yeah, and it was linked to depression from sitting in traffic. So it's making you dumb. The good news, there's something you can do about it. They said to keep your windows up in traffic. Make sure your cabin air filter isn't too old. Wait, I have a cabin air filter? That's a thing? I've never changed. I didn't know I had one. What? And they said to keep your brain working and, and not try to zone out. Right? Do little brain teasers, just thoughts to keep your brain going so you're not zoning out. So we thought we'd help you with a few thoughts while you're sitting in traffic, whether it's this show now or not. I mean, we're just here to help, of course. Maybe it'll work, right? Hmm. Brain teasers, you say. Which came first, the BMW or the douchebag? Why are they called sporks instead of foons? So do racehorses spend the entire race simply thinking, Stop whipping me, little man in a bright outfit! Why does Tony the Tiger wear a bandana? If possessed people walk on ceilings, does this mean Lionel Richie is Satan? Are there any movies where something good happens in an isolated cabin? How come old-timey people wanted a bicycle with one giant wheel? How is the Franklin Mint going to stay in business once everybody over 90 dies? And finally, do couples on submarines join the Mile Low Club? Now hurry up and get this thing moving, you Oh, come on! Right. Well, here is a whole new kind of laziness. Now we all know, as humans, American humans, we have become just slightly lazy. I mean, the microwave takes too long for us now. Everything's, guys, just... Well, now a company in Japan is going to up the uh, laziness factor a little bit because apparently they are too. They've got, they've created a wearable beanbag chair. Wish I was kidding. They're ridiculous. Uh, the clearest way to explain, let me see how I say this. You look like Grimace. You know, remember the purple McDonald's character? It goes over your head like a sweater, but they're basically like wearing a fat suit. The idea is that whenever you're tired, which you will probably be after carrying around a hot, sweaty, extra weight beanbag chair. You just plop down uh, anywhere and boom, you're in a beanbag chair. They come in four different colors. Moss green, natural beige, mocha, and charcoal gray. 
three sizes, child's around 60 bucks, medium, and then the larger one's about 120, and they weigh 11 pounds. <laughs> for now, they're most likely being sold in Japan, but something tells me, oh, there's a market for this ridiculous silliness for, of display of laziness here in the United States. You know it's coming. Ugh. Really, if you want to make money, just market to the lazy people. Somebody could come up with, like, self-boxing Christmas lights or a drinkable steak. We'd buy it. Ooh, how about, like, a funnel from Coors Brewery in Golden, Colorado, straight to your mouth? Ah. Two words. Barker Lounger Toilets. Might be three, but I think Barker Lounger's one. Barker Lounger Toilet. That's pretty sweet. How about a robot vacuum emptier for your robot vacuum? See, we got the robot vacuum. You got to empty it, but now it has a self-empty thing. But now I need something to empty the self-empty thing. Universal remote wrist implants. Oh, you know, the phone one is coming. It's all going to be interior in your arm. Oh, here's one that we've already conquered here at the radio station. Something we call business casual pajamas. Uh, oh, I got one. How about spaghetti noodles that shimmy upwards up the fork so you don't have to, they don't have to be sucked. Just me on that one. It's probably for the best. Mind control sex toys. That's the ultimate laziness right there. How about 3D printed uh, gainfully employed self-sufficient children? Can you make those with those machines? I know parents are already picking up their phone for that one. Yeah, or the drinkable steak. I'm not sure which. Baby, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just doing some radio fun here, and I, I wanted to twist your earbuds on something. Uh, <laughs> twist we, my earbuds, whatever. We we celebrated. <laughs> I didn't not celebrated, but it was um, <laughs> it was like a, a ex boyfriend girlfriend day or something, which is weird. But a survey came out and said that 54 percent of us, a little over half, are still friends with at least one of our exes, according to a new survey. I think that's a good sign that they're good people. Yeah, right? At least it ended on good terms. 41% claim we wouldn't care if our current partner was still friends with an ex. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Uh, well, it's it's well, you can say that because you're probably better friends with my ex than I am, <laughs> which is weird. She's super cool, dude. I know, but the two of it's just weird. I, uh, I As much as I enjoy the fact that your best friend is one of my ex-girlfriends, it is weird. I'm telling you that now. No, I can't figure it out. Well, here's the thing. I'm probably better friends with your ex than you are. Uh, yeah, yeah, you play we, ball with We uh, play sports with, together. Yeah, yeah. We drink beer together. So I think our dichotomy is a little <laughs> different than most people's. But I liked, I was funny, like uh, when Katrine came up, my ex-girlfriend, of course, lives in, she's Swedish. And uh, she'd come up to visit. And I remember that one time we went to a class reunion and it was the three of us. And boy, did the rumors fly. Blonde and a brunette. Oh, oh yeah. All oh, the Lord. three of them are doing stuff. And believe <laughs> no, me. No, it's nothing like that. I know you Dear like Penthouse Magazine, I never <laughs> thought this would happen to me. Good, because it didn't. No, it didn't, <laughs> even though I tried. All right. But neither here nor there. Uh, but then it comes like these ones, and these are uh, whacked out people that aren't as civil as you and I. So I was going to share some of these. Feel free to jump in. 
Here's one. I'm just reading the headlines. Woman attacked her ex-boyfriend and pooped on his doorstep when he poured wine into the wrong type of glass. She pooped on his doorstep? Well, he used a tumbler instead of a wine glass, and that was it. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. All right. <laughs> Next one, uh, we'll go with a guy. Guy arrested after he falls through his ex-girlfriend's ceiling. He had been staying up there. <laughs> That's creepy. The other one is just wrong. This yeah, one's creepy. Arrested is correct. But yeah. um, <laughs> woman sues her ex-boyfriend because his, quote, abnormally long manhood stretched her out too much. She sues? Yeah. She's she suing. just stopped doing it with him? Well, she did. And she said, well, he... he you ruined me because now I need reconstructive surgery and sued oh, him for $10,000. Uh, how do you prove that, though? I mean, you all probably know she's dancing around and ho, ho, ho and all over the town. You don't know. Well, apparently uh, how do you prove that? You she had a good that. thing going with him because uh, nobody else is fulfilling <laughs> that, I guess, enough. Can't prove that. No way. All right. Woman <laughs> tries to burn her ex's love letters and accidentally sets her own apartment on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Weeding out the herd, baby. Uh, yep. Uh, guy throws thousands of screws on road to prevent his ex from dating other people. Wow, that'll do it, I guess. How would that? How would that? I don't understand. I just walk over the screws and get in the car. Well, they're out on the road, and I guess I don't know if he's stopping guys from coming to her house or her from going to their house. But well, that he was... ain't going nowhere either. If he's no, but, that well, that's his ex, so apparently not. <laughs> Two women found out they were dating the same guy, so they dumped him and went on vacation together. It's like that movie we were watching, right? With oh. Cameron Diaz. So, so they find out that uh, he was dating both of them. They said, to hell with you. And uh, they went ahead and took the trip anyway together without him. Oh, I like that idea. Right. Uh, a guy meets up with his ex to get money for the tires she slashed. And he ends up, uh, she ends up stabbing him. Okay. Now, she already <laughs> stabbed all of your tires. You think you'd be a little leery around well, this you'd person. I think you'd be smart enough, you know, have a, a police assist or something. Woman <laughs> digs up her ex-boyfriend's ashes and left the urn out for her parole officer to see. I have no idea what the purpose of that was. No, no. Guy steals his ex's Burger King meal because he's upset another guy bought it for her. <laughs> So, I don't know if he just ran in there at Burger King. There's some so. really messed up people on this planet. Right. They I, walk amongst us. Yes, they do. I got one more. Woman interrupts her ex-boyfriend's funeral by speeding through the cemetery. Boy, that's bitter. I mean, he's already in the ground. He's what already- else do you want? <laughs> yeah, apparently she's jealous. I don't. Why? Why? Again, why? <laughs> he's dead. What, what else can you do? <laughs> well, Maybe he doesn't like their parents or siblings. Or, I don't know. Or, <laughs> or she's just off her friggin' rocker. Well, yeah, as opposed to the others that were completely sane. There we go. Well, lucky we don't have to deal with any of that yet. But just don't leave me because I'm stealing your Burger King food. Oh, really? Yeah. I could do way worse. You mean like sue me for $10,000 for stretching things oh, out? Oh, you wish. Oh, my God. <laughs> I gotta go. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, 
It's the Crapper Creek Podcast. All right. As you know, this program, uh, we're all about entertaining, informing, and education. So right now, I think it's time to get educated. It's time to talk science. And it's time, boys and girls, for your nerd news. Let's get right to our first story. A study at the University of Michigan found chimpanzees are more patient and less impulsive than human teenagers. Yes, less impatient, less impulsive, really. Uh, let's see, a uh, AI chat box, chat GPT, passed an exam at Penn's prestigious Wharton School of Business. And teachers are worried more and more students will use it to cheat. Recent studies have found it's now capable of achieving a master's degree in business. Uh, the AI chatbot could actually pass the bar exam or a medical license exam uh, soon, so... Just be warned. <laughs> Study in China found Earth's inner core may have stopped rotating and started spinning in the other direction. But there's no evidence it affects us at all. It's over 3,000 miles below the surface. They think the switch happened around 2009, also happened in uh, the 1970s, and could happen again in 20 years. <laughs> NASA has unveiled plans to test nuclear-powered rockets that would fly astronauts to Mars in ultra-fast time. It should also be a safer method for astronauts to travel. But it's still a long ways off. They say it could be developed as soon as 2027, which is fine. We're not really ready for Mars at the moment anyway. So, I know a question you're all asking. What time is it on the moon? That's a question scientists are going to have to figure out if we ever go there to set up a permanent base. What time zone is the moon going to be in exactly? Uh, I say they go with Alaska time since it's the one that's used by the fewest people on Earth. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, Researchers from the University of California, San Diego, say the new wearable stamp size heart monitor could use ultrasound technology to observe the heart on the go. It could provide doctors with images as people go about their day and it even works during strenuous exercise. Finally, wait a minute. We we won't even be able to put robots in jail. Researchers have created humanoid miniature robots that can shape shift and turn into liquid. And for some reason, they demonstrated this with a video showing a robot changing forms to escape a a jail cell. Oh, nothing good can come from this. That boys and girls is your nerd news. Another cool invention. It's the diarrhea detector. It's a new toilet that diagnoses health issues by listening to your bowel movements. Uh, A team in Georgia Tech came up with this. I know what you were thinking right away. The Japanese, right? They love toilets. They're all about toilet technology. No, it was uh, Georgia Tech. Uh, If you feel like Alexa is already listening in too much, maybe this product isn't for you. But these uh, team at Georgia Tech came up with a device and it straps to your toilet and it can diagnose health issues simply by listening to your bowel movements. They did a presentation at the Acoustical Society of America's annual meeting in Nashville, whatever that is. The diarrhea detector uses AI to analyze the sounds happening inside your poor toilet bowl. And there's a red light that clicks on if it detects something irregular. (laughs) It also records audio of each excretion, so it can be turned into data and tracked. I don't know. Can you? 
Is it recorded so you can use it as a ringtone? <laughs> they found that a healthy bowel movement usually makes a singular note, a tone, while diarrhea is more random. All right, you know what? It's telling you have diarrhea. You know what? I know already. That's why I've been in here four times this morning, but thanks. Diarrhea detector. You need a detector to know you're going diarrhea? Does anybody? This is a disgusting conversation. I realize that, but we're all grown-ups here, right? For now, they want to use it in areas with lots of uh, cholera, so doctors can know early if there's an outbreak. But someday, they think the algorithm could be used for things like Alexa devices so you could monitor your own health. <laughs> Great. I, I'm sorry. I don't need a machine to tell me if I have diarrhea. Pretty sure I know. When I was a kid, you know what I used to call it? The burn gooeys. <laughs> Just me? Okay. I mean, I was little. Give me a break. But really, the diarrhea detector, that's the best name, you Georgia Tech nerds. Let me help you out with this. How about the iThrone? Oh, here's a good one. The Sitbit. Come on. Ploptimus Prime. Oh, the Log Whisperer. R2-D Poo. Stolly. Now, Dookie Hauser, MD. The Squat Bot 3000. That would work. That'd be very... That's what Japan would call it. Or it'd be... If it was Japan, it'd be like Happy Squatty Fun Time Machine or something. IBM. That'd be good. I think... And how are they not calling this... The analyzer. Although I think that's already patented by a sex toy, but I think you get where I'm coming from. And if that's not enough, I'm wondering what the commercial's gonna sound like. Oh, this has to be good. For the person who has everything, give them the gift of a longer life. Warning, you need to floss more. With a high-tech toilet that can detect deadly diseases just by listening to the sounds you make in the bathroom. Are experiencing acid reflux. Lay off the hot sauce pronto. It's like having a doctor with you every time you go potty. Warning, I think something has crawled up inside you and died. Would you like me to call an ambulance? The high-tech audio detecting toilet. Light a match. New from Fartco. I would like a transfer to another toilet. And, uh, you know, we're rolling into February. There's lots going on. It's Black History Month. Ice Park opens. You know, a lot of stuff like that. But it's also uh, Doggy Dental Month. Dental well, care for your dental pets. Dental Month, too. Uh, that's Dr. D joining us as we talk uh, Pet Dental Month uh, in February. D, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. Now, I would imagine uh, cleaning a cat's teeth a little bit more difficult than a dog's. Dogs will let you just sit there, open their mouth, and do the thing. Cats, not so much. <laughs> I'm just trying to picture. Uh, Glenn, Glenn, you're, no, they're both hard to do. I would imagine, but like Zephyr, I've kind of scraped and done his. He's okay. It just seems like they'd both be difficult, but it seems like the cat would be the more difficult of the two. Do you do do it twice a day? No. Well, that's what you have to, because what you do is if they got nice, bright, shiny white teeth, you have to get the soft, fuzzy peach fuzz is what I call it, off the teeth twice a day. Otherwise, the bacteria grab calcium out of saliva. Make that plaque hard, and we get calculus. Wait, are you saying that we're supposed to not only brush our teeth, but our pet's teeth twice every day? I can't even imagine trying to brush Wilson's teeth ever. I've never brushed Wilson's teeth, Dee. I've well, never. 
96 percent of Americans are right with you. I think the other four percent lied. Right. I, I don't know how. I, no, how do you, how do you brush a cat's teeth without? I'm, I'm just picturing that with Wilson. Well, here's where it's at. There's a lot of dental treats out there, but the government has said any biscuit can claim it's a dental biscuit. They do not have to prove it works until you sue them. So the Veterinary Oral Health Council, in case all you guys are bored to death today, you can go to the VOHC.org. I think it's actually .com now. And they test biscuits to see which ones really pull plaque off. The number one, one of the number one, of course, we know, is the TD that Science Diet makes. It's actually a, a complete dog food, but it's a huge biscuit, and it's got a polymer in it. They took a sheetrock screw with whiteout on it, punched through one of those, and pulled the whiteout off the sheetrock screw. Now, those are the ones you gave me for Zephyr, the bigger ones, right? Yep. yep. Here's the problem. He eats them whole. All right, so then you top dress them on the food. What do you, what do, you do? What do you mean? You just put them on the food, and then they'll crunch them. Are you sure? Because he, he, he swallows all of his food. He doesn't crunch anything anymore. He's gone. All right, then, Glenn, you're going to have oh, to get a toothbrush for your dog. I do have some of the little chew things. What about chew toys and things uh, that are uh, meant to help their teeth? Does that help at all, really? Well, if you really want to know which ones are good, go to the VOHC.com. They have them all listed there. VOHC.com. And that's where you can find uh, the answers to find Veterinary the right Veterinary Oral toys. Health Council. But okay. I do like the TD. It does pull the plaque off. Right. And I think mine's just, I think for most dogs it will. So I'll try that. I'll try putting one or two on top of his bowl I to see if you I put three or chew. four because okay. it is a dog food. So you can put three or four and just see right. if he'll crunch them. So there you go. Dental health for your pets. Something you may not think about. It's Dental Health Month. Thanks, Dee. Appreciate it. Good talking. Rolling towards the weekend. I uh, hope your day is going well. Uh, I hope you ate breakfast. They say it's the most important meal of the day. A lot of people skip it. I don't know. Do you do the intermittent fasting? I'm all down with that. I'm down with that just because I forget to eat sometimes. But regardless, I think this brings us up to our next segment. That would have to be a foodie roundup. What do you say? Yeah! Alright, we discussed this earlier in the work. What the hell do you call those uh, ends of a loaf of bread? Because they said it's not called the heel. So what do you call it then? Well, you can't have two heels. One would have to be a toe, the other a heel. Some say end piece. Some say end bread. The end slice. The crust. Crust end, which makes sense. The end slice makes more sense. And, and, and some call it the butt. All right, it's not... People don't eat it enough anyway. They're going to eat it even less if you call it the butt. <laughs> yeah, nobody calls it butt. Do you think it is a roast? All right. Elsewhere. Oh, here's one you want. Watch your kid. You know, we're training them to, uh, you know, order food and everything. Well, get this one. A man in uh, Michigan let his six-year-old son use his phone. Play a game Saturday night. Ah, oh, that'll chill him out before bed. I uh, ended up playing with a different app, Grubhub. He got a food delivery, but before he could figure it out, another one came, then another, then another. It was a parade of them. It was nearly $1,000 in food delivery orders his six-year-old did. Said his credit card stopped at 439 order from Happy's Pizza, suspecting fraud. However, $183 order of jumbo shrimp from the same restaurant did go through. <laughs> Said he was mad, but there wasn't a lot he could do about it. So he... Crammed as much in the fridge and offered the rest to neighbors. 
also just be warned next time you give your phone to the kid. Yeah. Hey, what's more important to you for Super Bowl Sunday, the football or the food? A new study said we'd rather see our team lose than run out of snacks mid-game. Uh, other stats on the game. When's a better time to run to the kitchen for more snacks? During commercials or the game itself? 62% said during the commercials. Especially nowadays because you can see all the cool commercials in advance or afterwards or online. Round one and four think the party should stay start early around lunchtime. So several hours before the game starts. Really? No. Subway is going to start cutting meat fresh. With our shiny new deli meat slicers. Yeah, in all their locations. Some might have them already. They, you know, typically have pre-sliced, but now they want to make it even more fresh. Technically, you won't be slicing meat to order like Jersey Mike's. Just when they need to refill, they'll bring out the shiny new toy. Ooh, look. How do you like your fries? Right? 49% say uh, they eat them just as they are without any dipping. 39 say they're best with ketchup. 7% with barbecue sauce. 6% dip them in a sweet and sour sauce. And 2% want their french fries without salt. What? Without salt. No salt on your french. Just french fries. You might as well eat them a day after you buy them, too. Real, really make them nasty. And finally, what's your favorite poverty meal? I know. Sadly, we eat a lot of... I was I ate a lot of these. Instant noodles was number one. Moroccan... Uh, American ramen, is that the cup of noodles? Was two. Mac and cheese? Maybe it was sliced dogs was three. Grilled cheese, tomato soup was four. Lentil rice casserole, which is weird, is five. Egg drop soup. Pasta with white cottage cheese and caramelized onions. That sounds nasty. Condiment sandwiches. Mayo on toast, mustard on toast, ketchup on white bread. Wow. Cereal or oatmeal. Cheese quesadilla. Hamburger helper. Pizza rolls at 12. Red beans and rice at 13. Lasagna at 14. And coming in last, glop. Cream of mushroom soup, sliced green onions, cooked rice, and Laurie's garlic salt. Because they say that's the sound it makes. So this Super Bowl Sunday, enjoy your glop. It's your foodie roundup. Yeah. <laughs> Another good one in the books. Thanks for joining us. Please share this with your friends. Let at least five friends know about live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. Uh, like us, leave a comment, good or bad. I just want some feedback. Look up live from Crapper Creek, Alaska online. If you Google it, you'll find our general store. You'll find our Twitter page. And you'll find the YouTube channel if you want to see us live on video. All of that, plus next week on the podcast, things with no name, ways to get out of jury duty, things we seem to like less and less as we get older, when to fake a smile, plus millennials versus boomers, all next week on the podcast. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glendertainment production.